Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Psalm chapter 60. This is an episode in the life of Israel's history. David is king and they have been attacked by Edom. And so here's the situation with an attack coming from a foreign power. Now think about Edom. Edom has a history with Israel. You go back and you think of, okay, Isaac. Isaac had two sons, Jacob and Esau. Jacob being the younger and Esau being the older, and they are twins. I mean, one's grasping the hill of the other when they come out of the womb. But Jacob becomes the son of blessing. Israel comes from Jacob. Jacob's name is changed to Israel. And Esau becomes the nation of Edom. And Edom will vex the Israelites as they come into the promised land. There's issues with the Edomites. And now they are being attacked by the Edomites. So this psalm represents that historical event in the reign of King David. So I'm going to read the psalm all the way through and we'll talk about it. O God, you have rejected us, broken our defenses. You've been angry. O restore us. You've made the land to quake. You've torn it open. Repair its breaches for it totters. You've made your people see hard things. You've given us wine to drink that made us stagger. You've set up a banner for those who fear you, that they may flee to it from the bow, that your beloved ones may be delivered. Give salvation by your right hand and answer us. God has spoken in his holiness. With exaltation I will divide up Shechem and portion out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, Judah is my scepter. Moab is my wash basin. Upon Edom I cast my shoe. Over Philistia I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Have you not rejected us, O God? You do not go forth, O God, with our armies? O grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. With God we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. So let's think about the big picture here because this psalm goes all the way back to Genesis, Adam and Eve. And you may think, okay, how does that work? Well, just think with me for just a minute. God placed Adam and Eve on a small portion of earth, the Garden of Eden. But their mandate was to spread out and subdue the entire earth, to take the garden into the howling wilderness. That was their call, the creation mandate, the dominion mandate. So they rebelled against God, and so God called someone later, Abraham. The Jews had this saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but if you look at rabbinic thought, you know, Adam and Eve messed it all up, and now God has called Adam or Abraham to fix it. So Abraham is called to go into a land that God will show him. Now we know that's the land of Canaan. It's that promise to Abraham is found in Genesis chapter 12. Abraham's descendants, the Israelites, would wind up in captivity in Egypt but God brought them back to the land through Moses, the deliverer. Even after settling in the promised land, Israel continued to rebel against God and suffer invasion after invasion and war. And eventually they're going to be driven out of the land into exile because of their disobedience. This psalm here picks up the whole Bible theme of this land promise. David is in the midst of fighting the Edomites. Remember, they're the southern neighbor. They come from Esau. At stake is God's promise to Abraham that God would give Abraham's people 
David's ruling over them at this time, God's people, he would give them the promised land. Will God come through with that? Will they subdue and conquer the land? Ultimately, though, through Jesus Christ, God fulfills his promise to Abraham. And the New Testament indicates that God's way of continuing to fulfill his land promises is through faithful Christian witness and preaching and the spreading of the gospel. And this new land extends not just to the promised land, but to the entire earth. Think of Matthew 28. We're to go and do to disciple the nations. We're going into all the world. So if you're in Christ, your domain is the whole world. We are to bring God's domain to this entire planet. And one day this will be made true when Christ returns and restores all things. So it's not just the land of visual now that's the promise to God's people. It's the entire world. Now, let's think about devotionally as, as Christians how David saw this problem. I think we can learn something with how David saw the threat of Edom. So Israel had been attacked, and from a fleshly perspective, you think about it from military power and might, you know, global strategics. You know, how did this happen? But David doesn't see it that way. David discerns it as a threat to God's people because of the judgment of God in verses 1 through 3. He picked up on that. That was his greatest concern, God's judgment. Therefore, the only banner of defense, remember he talks about that banner? The only banner of defense, if you read verses 4 and 5, is prayer. And I think we can learn something from that, that yes, there are things that happen in this world that appear to be of natural cause, but we need supernatural help. Prayer. So their banner is prayer. That is the banner of defense. So to pray is to unfurl, unfurl the ultimate royal color, so to speak, on the battlefield. That is how we do that. And in David's prayer, he says that they had been rejected, yet at the same time, they're the ones that God loves. So yeah, they've been rejected, but God loves his people. God's anger is that of a father who is unconditionally committed to his children, but because of that, he's furious because of their sin. So there's nothing that affects us like the displeasure of one that loves us and adores us. Think about it. I mean, how, how are you impacted when someone you love deeply is disappointed in you? Is not happy with your behavior? So this fatherly anger of God, full of an unfailing love. God's love is unfailing. <clears throat> when understood, really should be a transforming motivation for all of us that makes us willing and able to change. And David sees it that way, and I think we can learn something from David. That God's fatherly love toward Israel, he wants them to repent, to change. We also can learn from David that he doesn't see it on the material level. He sees it on a spiritual level. So I think we can learn from that too, that this banner is prayer. Well, I hope this psalm has helped you. I hope it's encouraged you to see that the best thing we have going for us is God's promises. He's going to stay true to his promises. And one day, we will inherit the world as God's people. may not seem like it right now. may not seem like God's people have even conquered a county, much less a state or a country. But eventually, the whole world will be ours. Our mandate is to take the gospel into the whole world. The good news is we win in the end. So we know the outcome of this battle already, that we come out on top as God's people. And the one thing we have going for us, the one 
weapon for our defense is prayer and a God who loves us. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you join us back tomorrow as we continue with our podcast for this week. God bless.